In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, Abel makes up a corkboard for current events out of a taco wrapper, and the gang tries to make sense of everything going on. Later in the evening, Abel has her meeting with Fixer Maid Marion in a cemetery. She learns that Jackie of the Kennedys is still selling haze and is now operating out of a pornography studio. Saul drifts off to dreamland and things once again get crazy, as Saul continues to see the same strange woman. He wakes up in a cold sweat and confides in Suifangji that he might be communicating with aliens. Only time will tell, and me. I will also tell. Hi, it's me, your game master. More mystery and suspense and jokes await. Yeah, I'll see you guys in like two hours, uh, right outside Sahara. We can go in together and everything. Okay, cool. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to go pay Mr. Yellow a visit to stock up on some supplies my potential visit to Sun Hills. Um, maybe Dr. White is a better choice. Oh, Dr. White. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Yellow. Mr. Yellow doesn't have anything for you. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Doc, Mr. White, but I was like, I got the mission from Dr. Yellow or Mr. Yellow. Yeah. So, Mr. Dr. Yellow, Dr. White. <laughs> Yellow doesn't have a doctorate. White does. Okay. Okay. I was thinking Dr. White, I swear. <laughs> So, um, I guess I'll just go pop it and see him. Okay. Um, give me a, cause when you enter his like laboratory, he's not anywhere visibly that you can, you can see him, but instead give me a, I guess just a perception. Okay. Um, so intellect is nine plus five, 14. 14. Okay. Um, thinking back to your conversation with 
uh, Saul in the middle of the night. Um, you're kind of just like the the word golden like gets in your head. Um, kind of like when a song uh, just pops in out of nowhere and you can't seem to shake it. Uh, and you're looking around Dr. White's office and on his desk, he's kind of just got a, just pictures of um, like him winning various awards and um, shaking hands with, with different people that it would be, you know, considered famous in like the corporate community. And then um, there's a picture of him with a younger, a younger woman um, that he's got his arm over and they're both smiling. And this uh, younger woman has blonde hair, like blonde curly hair. And um, these just like very, very distinct golden eyes. And that just kind of jumps out at you. And then Dr. White comes around the corner, um, like drying his hands because he's just been touching something acidic. And he says, oh, Sifangji, what can I do for you? Oh, Dr. White, it's always a pleasure to have to see you. Um, uh, okay, something just struck me. Um, what's the deal with this woman's eyes? They're very eerie gold. Um, I find them striking. Oh, oh, that, that picture, yeah. Who is she? Um, that was my daughter, Phoebe. Was? Yes, uh, unfortunately, she um, well, she died of of inoperable ba- brain cancer a few years ago. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, uh, this may be remiss of me to ask, but is she still dead? You know, considering Sahara's technology and everything. He kind of cocks his head at that question, and. He's got like a little bit of a surprised look on his face and he says I don't quite understand what you're are you su- trying to suggest something? Why why are you bringing up my daughter? Um well considering that you're an employee of Sahara I wouldn't find it too unbelievable that her consciousness could be put into another body? Well, I... It's very painful to, to talk about this subject, but unfortunately, um, well, the, the Phoenix chip wasn't operational um, when Phoebe passed away. It's, it's rather... It's rather tragic because I, I, I would have saved her if I, if I could have. I see, well... I'm very sorry to reopen such old wounds, Dr. White. Um, she just struck me, and um, I just thought I would ask. Um, please forgive me if I've offended in any capacity. It's it's quite all right. Uh, I still get curious questions from now and, and then. You know, old co-workers who want to check in on me and make sure that I'm doing fine. Well, that's good to hear, Dr. White. Um, however, to lighten the mood and and to bring to light something that may pique your curiosity, um, 
I have been working on a project that I kind of need some of your expertise on. Um, I've recently acquired a um, code with a sequence that I don't quite understand, which I'm sure it should be kind of interesting to you, um, since if I don't understand it, um, there's probably no one else that does. Um, the, the coding here is unlike anything I've ever seen before, and I would like you to take a look at it to see if it's anything that you possibly recognize or or if there's anything you could possibly tell me about it. Do you show it to him? Yes. So uh he you hand him to hand him like your agent with the code sequence listed on it and he says Oh yes, this um yes, Mr Yellow came barking up my tree Probably before you, and uh, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. What do you think it could mean? It means that there's a uh, very talented hacker out there somewhere. Hmm. Someone that we should definitely find if I, if I don't say it myself. Well, if they're hacking our systems, I write, you know. Okay. Um, it's a scary I, individual. Yeah, someone that I definitely would like on my team. Well, I think Mr. Yellow wants them wants them on his chopping block but that's what i meant to say <laughs> um he gives uh, you a, he gives you a sly wink <laughs> and thanks dr white um i was able to pull a possible location um from the code um there is, there was a picture of the sun hills inside the code and i was wondering if there was anything that you think i might need um for a possible um, trip there to do a little investigating. Well, there's certainly the uh, you you're probably not equipped with the equipment that um, that they sent out the other the other team with uh, that that looked into this earlier. Um, if you can find the net access point that this person logged into, it should be able to give you a more complete sequence. Uh, yes. Maybe. Maybe if they're if they're bouncing it around um, somewhere in the net, then you might be able to get closer to a a target location um, with this. And he goes over to a drawer, rifles through some things, and pulls out um, what looks like a little thumb drive kind of thing. And he says, "Plug this into their last known access port, and uh, yeah, it, it should." It should work backwards and and try to pinpoint uh, the next couple steps in the sequence. Awesome. Just what I was thinking. So what I'm hoping is I'm going to try to find the exact location um, that the picture um, that appeared in the um, sequence presented. Um, I'm hoping that that was a possible location that they jacked into. Um, if it was, I'm going to try to cross-examine this sequence there to see if I can create a more complete picture of who this person might be or any trail trails that they might be leaving. So this is perfect. Right. Yeah, I've had um, the whole uh, situation kind of tumbling around in my head for a little bit. And uh, a word of advice, if you're, if you're trying to, to pinpoint what, what port they used... I would look for any any building that can put out a really strong signal. 
the 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 hack came in crystal clear and it was it was coming from a location with a, a very strong signal which is why they were able to bust through our firewalls so quickly okay um do you have maybe a list of the five strongest locations that could possibly be potential jack points in the sun hills that i could start with oh i don't know i haven't been down there in uh quite a few years see i i live in a crappy apartment down down in the uh shipping district so not exactly the height of royalty Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm well, sure. I, I'm sure. If you head to head to that district, head to the uh, sort of block that that they looked at before, you might be able to scan, and um, you know the place that lights up like a Christmas tree would be a good place to start looking, right? Yeah, I figured. I just thought that there would be a less tedious approach, so <laughs> figured I'd ask, but. Thanks, Doc. Um, I think I have everything I need so far. You've actually been a great help this time. Yes. Well, if the if the solution were so an- uh, easy, they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have needed you, right? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, we get along so well. Thanks, Doc. All right. Well, um, I guess that's it. Um, um, anything? Yeah. Anything else you have for me, or any questions, or anything I can do for you, Doc? Uh, you need any any gear for the heist you're pulling? Um, you haven't. What are the latest decks that you have? Um, any new any new cards or um, ice decks or anything that you have? Uh, nothing that would help you in this specific instance. I don't think so. Okay. No, most of the most of the new stuff is all just like pornographic. Oh well, enhancements. You know they're all they're all into VR now. Uh, well, <laughs> but that's the age we're coming into. All right. Well, you want a jambalaya recipe? Um, nah, jambalaya is not really my thing. But thanks so much anyway, Doc. That's okay. I've been working on working on a uh, scientifically superior jambalaya in my office. So just just figured I'd run it by you. Okay, I do have. A myriad questions about this scientifically superior jambalaya that I will get back to you about. Um, you can read my thesis on it later. Oh, you have a thesis about it. Okay. God, that generates even more questions. Okay. Let me get out of here before I never get out of here. Anyway, thank you so much, Doc. <laughs> Farewell. The, the road of science is paved with many doors. <laughs> many, many doors. <laughs> Alright, have a great day now. You too. Bye. I'm gonna go home and take a shower. And I'm gonna to your, change to your and, actual home. Yeah, I'm gonna go the fuck to my actual home. Uh, Saul smells really bad. I have not had to live with other individuals in a few years, and I have 
very much enjoyed my solitude. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go change and put on some other black clothes. And uh, I'm actually, I think I'm going to write down everything that has happened in the past three days. See if yes, you well. uh, see if you f- uh, come across a pattern or forget anything or yeah if stuff yeah. lines up that you're not thinking about. Well, also like if if um, I'm I'm particularly worried that if I die and for some reason I'm never able to come back here or anything, uh, I want to make sure that Striker like if he hunts me down and uh, checks that he would find some sort of evidence of what's happened in the past couple days. So you're leaving a suicide note? Not a suicide note. More of just like a... Definitely definitely not that. More of uh, this is the paper trail that's led me into the situations that I find myself in right now. And I don't want anybody... Like, I really don't want Stryker to be caught unawares if, say... The Kennedys trace back to him or B or or anybody that um, I've recently interacted with, or if Sahara is able to like tap my my memories or something and uses that information. Like I want to make sure that my folks are well informed if something happens. Okay. Well, while you're um, writing this out, um, you get a text, and it's from Jason. And he says, you were asking about crazy stuff going down at the police station the other day? Uh, yeah. What's up? And he, and he's like, I was off that day. Just heard from, from one of the higher ups that someone walked out with some evidence. Crazy. Uh, shit. No joke. That's nuts. Did you hear what it was? Um, and he, like, you just see, like, the little typing icon for, like, way longer than it needs to type this message. Um, and it, and it's, finally it settles on, it's just like, can't share too many details. Trippy. That's wild. Everybody Okay. And and he types back, yeah, we're all fine here. Nothing out of the ordinary happened that day, aside from this. I'll message back, uh, that's been a couple close shaves for you guys. Must have luck on your side. And he he types back, just sorry I missed the action. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Winky face. No, no winky face. No winky face. Just, yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm not going to wink at him. It's gross. But I'm being completely sarcastic. It's, ugh. Ugh, Of course he fucking wants to be there. So Zemlin thinks he's hot shit for knowing about whatever's going on. Wants me to know that he knows that something happened. But doesn't want me to know what happened fully. But just wants to know that I know that he's aware of something happening. All right. That fucker. Okay. Well, I know more than he knows that I know. I'm going to text... 
My friend from last night. Anetta? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, I wasn't I was sure if I wanted to share that name yet. Um, well, I mean, the audience has heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to text her and just, be, just say, do you ever get to drive that car or is the chauffeur a permanent thing? She types back my dad makes me uh and i'll message back that bites i've always wanted to learn how to drive and um her her response is just like well maybe i could take you for a spin sometime i'm gonna leave it on read <laughs> i left you on red leave her on red but i'm just yep yeah, yep just gonna leave it on leave it on that um but yeah i'm gonna write out just a gist of things that have gone on and then just at the end of what I've written I'll put uh, uh, hey S just be careful and trust our mutuals but nobody else and um, then yeah I guess I'll, I'll go back to Sahara but I'm gonna take a long walk to go back After Abel dipped and after um, Soyfungi dipped, Saul was in the shower and he stayed in there until he heard them leave. And then he got out and um, threw his pajamas, all wrapped up in a towel, threw his pajamas in the wash. And then just kind of like looked at all the scars on his body once more. And um, clothed up in his comfortable um, long baggy clothes. And then went to find the closest approximation of, like, a diner that he could find to get some breakfast. And he's just going to chill there and have, like, a classic, like, pancakes, eggs, bacon, like, old homestyle breakfast that, like, reminds him of living at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Um, A big fucking cup of black coffee, which he normally doesn't drink, but he feels like he needs it. And then as he kind of watches time slip by... He similarly will take uh, kind of a meandering stroll to the center of, to the front of the Sahara offices. I'm going to say before you leave the diner, it's got like a long uh, window, like old style diners where the booths sit right up against the glass. And you're kind of like or just passively watching the crowds walk by. And in the middle of, like, taking a bite of your your breakfast, you see her again. And she's in uh, silk pajamas, the same clothes she was wearing in your dream last night, um, just wandering outside. Saul kind of sits there, like, transfixed for a second and then looks away and looks back. Does he still see her in the crowd? Nope, she's gone. He instantly tries to hold down the bile that rises up and he just takes deep breaths over his his cup of coffee both hands on it just like kind of holding it and trying to use like the warmth to center himself and he starts breathing kind of heavily he's closing his eyes really really hard and he pulls his MUFON hat down a little bit to cover up his face 
he just sits there for a good like 10 minutes and then he gets up and he meanders but he meanders away from um where most people would be walking he tries to find like alleyways and stuff and as soon as he does uh, occasionally every odd alley or so he he fucking books it like down a couple of them looking over his shoulder and when he's finally close to the sahara office he he slows down and he um catches his breath and, and just strolls up to the front as i guess he sees abel start to walk on up that way too okay yeah you don't have any more any more uh sightings so you guys have all sort of met up in the lobby of sahara headquarters the business is as usual uh people going to and fro from different offices and, um, you know, a delivery guy coming in with packages. And, uh, yeah, you're going to, I assume you're going to take the elevator up to Mrs. Blue's office. So I find G, like, lead the way. I think you've been here the longest. All right. Um, wait, have I ever been to Mrs. Blue's office before? Yeah, many times. Okay, cool. All right. Um, what do I see in her office? Yeah. Um, it's very similar to Mr. Purple's office. It's like a corp- corporate corner office with a nice um, window view of the city. And Mrs. Blue is uh, sitting behind her desk, kind of just like um, staring off into space when you come in. Insight check. Is she a cyborg? Uh, (laughs) I mean, you can roll human perception or something if you want to. Yes, I do want to. Give me a roll. 18. So, uh, like, before before she is aware that you're in the room, you you just see her, like, staring at the opposite wall, and there's, there's just, like, nothing there. Um... And then when she, like, when she becomes aware of your presence, um, she just kind of, like, slowly turns to you, um, three walking in, and says, how may I help you today? All right. Uh, um, hello, Miss Blue. Um, we are here um, to present you with some um, information that we've acquired about um, a certain... A mission that we have been given by Sahara, and we've also come to figure out what all can be done in terms of mind placement <laughs> and other people. If that makes sense. Music so this concerns chips. this concerns the the Donati plutonium situation. Yes. Shit, I thought it was uranium. It's been plutonium this whole time. Oh, well, fuck. Okay. Good I thing mean, none of us... They're not interchangeable, is by a chemist. the way. Yeah, that would be really, really silly if we made that mistake that it was not uranium. Plutonium. Okay. I mean, they're all just as, as toxic, right? Uh... Alright. Um, kind of, but not really. But, like, yeah. Um... So, Miss Blue, 
uh, I, I recently, uh, kind of a side job, was um, dealing with the Donati crime family. And I can tell you, I know for a fact that they're the ones who are moving said nuclear device. Um, however, we're, uh, we only have my, my eyes and my ears and what I saw. And we have been tasked with getting some sort of file out of the Donati crime family's um, stronghold. Only problem is that uh, we think we're going to need some backup. Um, so we were wondering if there's any tips, tricks, or anything that uh, Sahara could provide us with to um, help facilitate how easily we get this thing done, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, so I guess my first question would be, do you know where the information is located that you need to extract. So I'm going to share with her all of the information on the uh, asset protection that we know and just let her know. Yeah, I mean, we're assuming that uh, the stuff we need to grab is in the safe. But to get to the safe, we have to go through all this shit. Okay, and where is her office? Down a hallway. <laughs> so the plan is to just check all the hallways until you find the right one. Well, it's it's I I know uh, Sensei said it was like up on the the second or third level of the casino. Remember? Like, well, I mean, I remember what Sensei says. Last I last I remember, he said it was up on, on like the top level of the casino, and that's where it, it's kind of like a direct hallway to it. I think the turret. In front of it is a dead giveaway, but I could be wrong. Okay, well, just so that we're sure what room we're going to, let me find you guys a schematic. And she turns to her computer and starts typing in things. Oh, um, shit. That would have been really helpful uh, to begin with. Man, look, you're so funchy. Good job. This is a good suggestion. And after a beat... Uh, she like you get like a little alert on your on your agent, and she has shared with you the building schematic. The it is on the third floor, and the most interesting thing to note is that it is actually right above a a room labeled storeroom next to the VIP lounge. So the, the, the office is directly above that. Oh. Okay, so we need an auger, and then we need an EMP pulse, and then we need some small trees to hang in the front of our truck. I mean, like, I could definitely get the, um, the EMPs, and, like, I mean, if we need an auger, I'm sure we could probably get one pretty easily, or maybe make one. I don't know why we would need trees, though. Like, I mean, I was being facetious, but EMPs just do sound good. So, I don't think that they're going to help you. Pulse. That's going to completely take me out. The uh, the main sort of problem that you're looking at here is that the casino floor allows weapons, but they would definitely recognize if you were carrying electromagnetic magnetic grenades and stop you and take them from you what if i disguised it as my boots 
it's not a net it's not a a look of it per se it's more of a they will scan it on you lead briefcase well what if we like bring the components like it's not assembled we just bring the parts and then i assemble it like on the site it's possible i i don't know how what we could necessarily provide for you other than you mentioned an auger uh, we have a cutting laser that might do the job is it quiet it's not the quietest but it's not the quietest but with a good enough distraction anything's quiet i think you got a point mrs blue so we got the vip lounge and a storeroom how small is this laser the components for the laser could fit into backpacks. It would take about three backpacks to carry all the components. And then, as Saul suggested with the EMPs, you assemble it on site. Hmm. Less noticeable that way. Total poundage that we're looking at. Like 20? 30? About 50. About 50 pounds of material. We got a cart into a VIP lounge and or storeroom in order to cut through the walls to get to this building. All right. Can we tell on the schematics if the walls are reinforced at a specific point or if there are is ductwork or uh, load-bearing points in between these rooms? The... The schematics don't go into super great detail about security measures because all of that... Mrs. Blue just found the building schematics that the original, like the the builders of the casino issued to the city for permission to to build their property. Um, All the extra security was added later, but the office does have a extra layer of like metal kind of encasing it so it is a little bit reinforced uh but mrs blue assures you that the this cutting laser can probably breach it however it's not going to make a hole big enough for three people to sneak in it's more like a like a wine glass sized hole Oh, so not even, like, one person can fit in. No, but you could reach a hand in. That's about the uh, extent of it. So we just got to make sure it hits the the safe, too. It won't, cut, it won't cut through the safe, though. Because if it's already cutting through that layer, it doesn't have enough power to cut two layers of reinforced material. I don't know what the safe looks like, but I'm assuming it's going to be harder to cut through. If we had, like, a drone or something that could get in to punch in a password code or to present any other. That's an interesting point. Yeah, they do make drones. You can pilot with your brain. Could Sufanji pilot that? No. She's got too much, too much uh, already going on up there. So this would be a manual situation. Well, somebody could have it implanted. I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, the amount of, of gear already in uh, Agent Sufangji's brain here, she doesn't have 
she doesn't have the the required space for an implant like that. One of you could get it though. Oh, well, now that's an interesting thought. I've never been told that my storage is full. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Honey, it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with like memory storage or anything. It's it's physical space. You are at capacity. Are you saying that I'm fat? I'm saying your brain is very, very full. I know. I'm I'm just giving you a hard time, Ms. Blue. Your brain is fat, Sufungi. Thank you. I'll take that. Yeah, you got a thickums thickums lobe right My there. My brain's thick. T H I C C Thick and smooth. When well, you walk, your brain cheeks clap. Do you have do you have any other specific <laughs> questions f- for me? Um, okay, so where, where exactly will I be during this EMP, um, blast? Because that will potentially kill me? It would definitely kill you. Um, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe we should, like, change our perspective instead of trying to go in as patrons, maybe we should try to go in as, like, workers or something. I was just going to suggest you need somebody on the inside. Most of these, most jobs like this, you need someone on the inside. Either you put them there yourself, or you find somebody willing to f- to turn. Hmm. Well, we have one guy who's like supposed to be playing in a poker tournament there, and I think that's when we're going to try to do this because there will be enough, you know, time for a distraction. We might like hire some people to make a distraction as well. But would you suggest we find? Like, even more people, or we find somebody else who's, like, better connected on the inside, not just somebody who spends a lot of time at the casino? Well, this um, VIP lounge has a has a bar, right? Couldn't, couldn't you pose as a bartender? I don't know, work in the room? I mean, yeah, I think, I think we could do that. Um, yeah, I think that, like, that definitely seems like maybe a... Uh, soy fungi or an able sort of thing. I'm not super great with mixed drinks. Hey, you know if uh, if they have a VIP lounge, they probably have live musicians sometimes. And live musicians have to cart in a lot of gear to set up. That's a good idea. And then that would uh, provide the noise too to cover up some any sort of uh, laser business we have going on. Band plays, everybody's happy, Saul slips a little bit something extra and everybody's drinks, makes him a little forgetful, even. That's kind of creepy there. I don't know if that sits well with my morals. Do you have fucking morals? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, it's one thing to sell guns to people. It's another to, like, fucking drug them while they're trying to have a good time. That's fucked up. I have a good idea for for your guys' big distraction. Whenever I I need to... uh, slip in unnoticed I make a fake call to the cops I've done it really hundreds of times with Sahara really just blue <laughs> you call the yeah you call the you call the local law enforcement you tell them that they have you know drugs we already know they have plutonium <laughs> yeah but like okay Karen I mean yeah this unscrupulous but whatever it, I'm sorry so who are you, and what did you do with the real salt? Hey, look, there's two things I don't like, 
at least well there's like four things i don't like but two of those things are like unconsciousable um you know ideas of of you know like drugging people when they don't want to be and then number two is like calling the cops for no reason i mean they didn't do shit when my parents yeah they're not trustworthy man yeah but you have no problem selling guns to drug dealers selling guns to a crime family you're doing what now they're fucking up front about shit at least god damn it it's it's i i also work for militech um mrs blue this is how i keep my cover for sahara it's one fucking hell of a cover Okay. This wasn't um this wasn't listed under conflicts of interest when you filled out the initial form from us. You didn't think that was worth mentioning that you work for the largest corporation in the the one that runs the city? I mean, you guys literally sent flyers to the Militech offices. That's how I got the flyer. So I don't think it was a conflict of interest. Right, but there's a whole special vetting process that I have to put you through. Oh, God, I got to get Form 30C, and uh, it's going to take me all night. Sorry, man. Like, I I didn't think it was a conflict of interest. I didn't. I assumed that you guys were sending those flyers, uh, assuming that, like, everything was all kosher. Everything is not all kosher. She starts furiously typing on her computer. Mm, you did an asshole. Yeah, you done fucked up. Yo, Mrs. Blue. Yes. Uh, where can I get this implant thing? Oh, um, Dr. White can probably do it. I don't know. He's been, he's been really weird lately, sending me all sorts of recipes. Oh, apparently he's working on a scientifically superior jambalaya. Right? Doesn't that, is, how many questions does that raise exactly what is the scientifically superior jambalaya like is it i don't even know is it non-gmo is it it has to be gmos if it's scientifically superior right like i have too many questions is Um, he smuggling vaccines in it I have too many questions, Miss Blue, but I'm just gonna leave all of that to you. Hey, uh, Supanji, maybe share that uh that recipe with me, cause I like to, to meal prep sometimes. Oh, um, okay. Um, I will. I, I guess I will entertain him. Okay, I'll 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 respond to his email just for you. I mean, I already have it on an email chain. He sends like one a week. He has time for that many emails. That's what I'm saying. I'm worried that she's not going to get an implant because our good doctor spends too much time making scientifically superior foods and less time, you know, working for us. Yeah, you, know, you guys just fucking hate people that have side projects, all right? He's just trying to hustle, man. It's not the corporate lifestyle. I think the, that there's something deeper that he is trying to tell everyone. There is definitely a deeper issue at hand here. I will leave it for all of you to figure to figure out because I don't know what it is. All right. Well, I'm gonna leave you to your paperwork, Mrs. Blue. Uh, so maybe you need to sign some of this shit. I'm gonna go down to Mrs. White, Mr. White, Doctor White, whatever his face is. Yeah, I've got too many forms to 
sift through, and I will your, need your signature, Mr. Owens. That's not a pseudonym, is it? No, it's Owens Jr., thank you. God, you guys fucking hate a man with a hustle. All fucking rude. I'm not sure if it has so much to do with the hustle than the breach of terms. What breach um, of terms? There were no breach of terms. I wasn't told anything about fucking conflict of interest horseshit. You didn't read the fine print, did you, Saul? No. What about the bold print? Did you read that? Not really. I just... Did, did you have someone read it to painstakingly typed out 30 pages, and you didn't read it before you signed it? What, are you an idiot? No, I read the first part. It was just boring. <laughs> this is getting so good. It was the first part, welcome to Sahara, and then the rest was boring? Well, I saw welcome to Sahara, something about the word phoenix, because that's cool, and then being paid, and then flip, 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 flip in Antarctica, and I was like... Oh, hey, Pilates? I want to be down there. A, that's like prime new territory. B, like, I was probably going to go down there in the next two years anyway. And C, shit, that's where um, that's where Biotechnica is at. And obviously, that's where they have all their secret shit. So, fuck yeah, this is a great opportunity. And I was going to get paid to do all this shit too? Fuck, that's like, that's like strike number four. I shouldn't be hearing any of this. I really shouldn't be hearing any of this. It's just going to make me angrier. Then just plug your ears, all right? All you guys getting all fucking pissed. You, can you get out of my office? I don't plug my ears. You get out of my office. Salt, like, sticks his tongue out and starts, like, blowing raspberries as he leaves. She starts typing even more furiously now, and, like, her robotic uh, hands, like, extra digits shoot out from the, the tops of her fingers and start typing, like, double time. I fucking knew it. Wow. Look away, Safungi. You can't be uh can't be flirting with the office folks. Oh wait, what? I'm not flirting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alright, I wanna go I wanna go get this little uh this implant shit. Uh are we still doing that? I mean you're telling me I can have like a cybernetic connection to a drone that will let me see around corners and in other rooms and possibly over yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, let's do it. Hey everyone, Gavin here to talk to you about how you can support our show. If you like our show and want us to do better, consider sharing us with your friends, family, and coworkers. Listen to every new episode? Consider taking just a few moments and leaving a review on iTunes. Having reviews really helps us by making our show more visible to other potential listeners. If you have a little bit of extra money to share and like bonus content, maybe become a patron of Roll Warriors at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. If you pledge just $5 a month, you will get access to exclusive bonus episodes tailor-made with our patrons in mind. I'd like to take a moment and thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors to get updates about the show and tweet at us using the Roll Warriors hashtag. Lastly, be sure to check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com for links to our Twitter feed, our most recent episodes, and bios for both our characters and the people behind the characters. So go check it out. All right, that's enough for me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, so you make your way back to Dr. White's office. Back again! Couldn't stay away, eh? 
Yeah, I just couldn't live with myself if I didn't get that superior jambalaya recipe, Doc. I, I knew you'd it. be back for it. <laughs> well, lay it on me, Doc. Lay it on me. And he starts like, or well, he just hands you um, kind of his notes. They're hard to decipher. Um, it it kind of doesn't look like any language you've ever read. Uh, the, the just the chicken scrawl that he he calls uh, writing, and there's like weird symbols and uh, all of this. And he kind of looks at you like expectantly, like looks good, right? <laughs> What is this? It's just, uh, you know, the scientific formula for the perfect jambalaya. This is chicken scratch. That's what this is. No, it's not. I'm... That's that's a that's the formulaic bond for uh, capsaicin to like. Come on, man. This is like chemistry shit. Okay, so can I can I do like a tech check or an intelligence check on it? I mean, sh- sure. It's something I pulled out of my ass like 20 minutes ago and will have no bearing on the story, but go ahead. Nah, I mean, I totally think he's trying to smuggle messages out of Sahara, so. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Is this going to be intelligence or tech? Um, It's intelligence-based. I think it's probably just like an education role. Ooh, okay, so I can use my actual genuine knowledge. Or general, yeah. general. Your book learning. My book learning. My book learning says seventeen. I did my book learning. So, it's actually quite rare for people to write anymore um, with, you know, agents and personal computers, kind of just like available everywhere. So to see something like written out by hand is pretty uncommon and it's clear that dr white doesn't do it well what you're able to what you're able to make out from it there's like some mention of beans there's some mention of diced tomatoes there's some mention of like quadratics and um a little bit of astrophysics in there that's kind of like above your head beautiful dr white this is beautiful why thank you sufanji if you don't want that i will happily take it off your hands it is all yours abel thank you yeah doc sufanji can't eat but i will appreciate this and i'm not gonna tell him but i'm probably gonna go take it home and pin it up on my refrigerator um because it is that beautiful. I have a very deep appreciation for handwritten things. <sighs> uh, Doc. Yes. We have a job, which I'm sure you and everybody else know about. Yes, I was that, reminded of it just this morning. Yeah, totally. That uh, requires us to have remote access potentially to a room. So first thing is, do you have the accoutrements to make a cutting laser that we could cut through say a wall about yay thick and I'll show him the blueprint 
He says, oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need that. I think we could probably give it back to you after we're done. Good. Um, I use it to heat my burritos. Oh, it, does it, like, dial up and dial back? Like, you can kind Yeah, of yeah, on the lowest setting, it's perfect to make a 20-second burrito. Okay, because I definitely think this wall is going to be, like, four burritos thick. So, uh, yeah. Um, dope. So the other thing I need is a drone implant. And what I'm thinking, just hear me out, what I'm thinking is either a... Do you, do you remember hummingbirds or dragonflies? Something of that nature. I'm going to need it to be able to... Uh, fly up, down, sideways, and diagonally. And I'm also going to need it to be able to potentially operate buttons or turn a lock, possibly. It needs to have a little bit of kinesthetic ability. And uh, I, I need to be able to see what I'm doing. Do you want any combat features? You know, if it could paralyze somebody, I'd be totally down for that oh yeah the stun model's uh three years old now but um they make one that has uh razor blades for wings is that that's aerodynamic yes razor blades for wings okay i i don't really know of a practical application that i would use razor bladed dragonfly for but uh, I mean, if that's the model you have on the lot, then that's the model I'll drive away with. I mean, well, I have I have the stun one. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, you can sky's the limit on these. Actually, they're they're pretty pretty advanced technology, and with the field's been around for ten years or so. So, okay. So, how about this? What if um, I could? I like the stun idea because between you and me, Doc, killing is not my thing. Uh, sure, sure. But I'd, I'd also kind of like to be able to, like, leave tracker on someone using it. Like, maybe, a, a, like, a 24-hour tracker. Something impermanent. I don't necessarily need to pick it up later. So just a geo-positioning device. A yeah. find-my-phone app. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Find-my-phone. And, um... I mean, if this little guy has got the ability to carry something, then it would be flexible and for, for him to, say, be able to carry something into a space, something out of space. Yeah, that you get into a territory where size becomes an issue. Um, mm-hmm. the, the very small ones, like insect size can carry very, very small objects. But if you had something, say, the size of, like, a hawk or an eagle, you could lift quite heavy objects. Okay, so if I have this implant, can I have multiple drones? Mm, Not without going crazy. Shit. Okay. What about something about the size of my fist? That's doable. Yeah, I could get you like a large fly or small bird. Yeah, how about like a sparrow? That's doable. 
So small sparrow, like a, yeah. I, I think for, for tracking the limits um, to that technology, it would be something similar to like a Find My Phone app where it could plug into someone's agent and place a subtle tracking beacon. Um, therefore, you don't need any extra doodads on it. It just, it, wherever their, wherever their agent is, you can find it. You just yeah, have I mean, to get access to it first. I mean, nobody goes anywhere without their agent, so that makes sense. Exactly. All right, all right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Give me uh, 12 hours to put it all together, and then you can come back and get the surgery done. Do you want it internal or external? Ooh. What's the difference? Well, the difference is if it's internal, I remove some of your um, unnecessary flesh and create a docking port for the drone that it can be stashed hidden inside of your body. External is you, you know, carry it in a, in a tote bag and launch it. Uh, okay, so if it was internal... All right, maybe about the size of half of my fist. <laughs> you know, I just want to keep him in my pocket. That's fine. I can do. I can do that. Yeah, that's a shorter surgery, shorter recovery time. Wait, so I still have to have surgery, even if it's external? Yeah, I still got to put the implant in your head. Oh, dope. Okay. <clears throat> um, is it gonna mess up my haircut? I can try to go through the nose. Nah, we'll mess. I've up only the done those a couple of times. No, let's just mess up the haircut. It'll grow back. My nose won't. Okay. Well, yeah, I can get everything ready. Come back in a day. Okay, so it can be the size of my fist. Doesn't have to be that small. So we're just gonna stick it in the pocket. Sounds great. Do I have to feed it? Is it care instructions? There's cleaning instructions it'll come with like a little cleaning kit but uh oh. no it doesn't eat it's mechanical hmm. okay i'm still gonna try to feed it but that's fine cool thanks doc yeah no problemo bo uh yeah i mean that's all i got yeah uh, you guys need anything Saul, you good no i i think i should be fine i mean truth be told this guy's a little kooky kooky's great Yo, Doc, when we pick up my bird, can we also pick up the laser? Sure. I have it now, but uh, if you can take it later if you want it. Yeah, let's just wait and pick it up later. Oh, before I do go, uh, Doc, where's the best place to get, like, parts to make small EMP grenades? Saul, are we still doing those? I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a couple, just in case. I mean, I'm not going to, like, toss them at Soyfine G or anything, but, like... What if they have drones? Or what if they have, like, hidden turrets we don't know about? You can pick them up, or you can uh, pick up EMP grenades at the uh, local Militech supplier. I, well, I know that, but I, I was thinking of making a couple of my own, because those ones that they have are, like, 
fist sized. I want to make a couple that are either smaller or like ones that I can assemble on the fly, you know, just from having their components in my pockets. That's a little trickier because they don't sell the parts on the open market. The reasoning because that Militech doesn't want you to you know, be able to build your own for a fraction of the price and then never have to buy theirs. Well, yeah, so. but I, you know, I, I have the little badge, so I get a pass. Um, I guess, eh, whatever, I guess I'll just stop in with my Militech boys. Cool. Thanks for the help, Doc. Keep it sleazy. Always. <laughs> this guy's fucking insane. I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> Keep it sleazy. All right. Yeah, I try to heat... I try to have a different catchphrase every time you leave. (laughs) After a while, crocodile. Amir sends you his, uh, his availability. He's like, I could be ready in like two hours. Okay, let's go. Um, I sent him, okay, I'm ready um, when you are. Just hit me up when you're ready and we can head out. I guess you're taking a personal day, Sufunji? Um, Yes, I have that mission for Mr. Yellow that I'm going to um, continue to check out. What, what mission? Um, there's this renegade hacker um, that stole some files from Sahara. Um, that I'm looking into. Oh, is this like part of your whole debt payoff thing? Uh, so, um, something like that. So I am just peering into it to see what I can find out. Oh, if you <laughs> if you catch him, like, do you think it'd be a good idea to like try to convince him to work for us for a little bit? Um, that's that's what I'm going to try to do. Other than the, um, that, other than that, it's Sahara is going to kill him. So <laughs> okay, well, still, I mean, shit. Well, okay, I think that's a good idea then. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Good luck. Have so, fun. Um, thank you. So I'll see how this plays out. All right. So, um, Amir sends his car for you with uh, what's oh, what's his name, Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, and this time Amir's in the car as well. Um, and he says, "Hey, so uh, what's up? We going? We going to check out the Sun Hills? Party with the rich? Hell yeah! Partying with the rich, stealing from the poor—you know, typical shit." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I brought some guns if we need them. Oh, we definitely might. So thanks so much. Good looking out. Douglas is like, how you been? What's up? Uh, uh, hi, Douglas. So, yeah, you guys drive to this this block. And um, you get out and there's... It's like a very, very affluent area. There's lots of people wearing, like, the latest fashions. There's... Um, kind of like a very very like great topiary gardens and like fountains that you pass by and it's it's all like extremely bougie and there is also well when you reach the block there's like 
businesses kind of all over. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I don't really have any idea where to start. Where do you think the strongest net spaces would be, Amir? Um, if I really wanted to get a good signal. Uh, oh, well, you're the net runner. Can't you just scan for that sort of thing? I'm not uh, really yeah. sure how it works. Yeah, I just wanted to keep it interactive, you know, keep you included. I didn't want to <laughs> run off and do it on my own, you know. No, that's cool. And he's he like cocks up a pistol and just tucks it behind his uh, the back of his pants. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Do I so when I do a scan, do I do I need to roll or do I just scan? Yeah, give me a roll. Okay, is that a perception roll? No, this is interface. All right, I rolled a nine, and then I have a ten in interface, so that's a nineteen. Yeah, there is there's a couple businesses that have you know, some net access, but one of them literally lights up like a Christmas tree. Ooh, and okay. it is a VR castle named Camelot. Uh, oh. so, so what you know about VR castles, they are a place where people go to pay to be placed in like a safe, closed net virtual space. Um, many Pilatus citizens prefer VR to reality. And can spend years plugged into VIP machines. Wow. Camelot. Oh, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Okay. Wow. Okay, that makes sense that someone could plug into there. Okay, Amir, we're going to go to Camelot. So, He's like, look. okay. Uh, this is going to be a virtual date then, huh? Yeah. So, we might, you know, roll around on the round table. You know... We might just lance a lot. Okay, let's go. Sure. And, and okay, so I find he, the he like waves space. to Douglas and he's like, "Yeah, just meet us back here later, I guess." And Douglas Ashley, is like, "Gotcha." Actually, Douglas, you can just go home. We might be a while. And and Amir's like, I kind of don't like to send Douglas away. He's just he's so needy. Okay. Douglas, protect the car. You gotcha. I'll be right here, protecting the car. Thanks. You're so needed, Douglas. And... Alright, to Camelot we go. So, you enter Camelot. It is a uh, very kind of like... This is like the way of the future building. Um, There's various like pods with people just like sitting in them uh plugged into virtual uh with like lights and stuff going all over the place uh big walls that have like elaborate scenarios kind of playing out on the on the like wall size screens of um you know like fantasy settings and and uh west sit or wild west settings and alien settings and and all you know just anything you could imagine um there's like an adult section which has like a just like a black light kind of vibe to it um and then the when you first enter there's like a main desk with people that like oh like the the attendant who like assigns you a pod wow 
I really just love places like this. If I lived a different life, I feel like I would have lived my life here. You know, there's just a, always a whole different world here. You can be anything, do anything in places like this. Which is why I really get a feeling that we're going to find who we're looking for. Somewhere in these walls. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with virtual reality, though. I, I'm i barely human as it is. I don't know how I would handle reality if it wasn't real. Well... Isn't that in the fun of it sometimes? You know, a new perspective. Now reality is what you make it. It is what you see. Well, at least in there, uh, people do things that I can predict that they'll do instead of this, which is kind of just a random mess of variables. True. Very true. And if it's any consolation... You're human enough to me, Amir. He he, kind of like smiles a little bit. He's like, thanks. And all right, so I guess we should find a space to jack in, huh? Um, I mean, okay. He goes up to the. He goes up to the to the attendant. He's like, do like, do we want anything specific? I want all the amenities. I'm gonna need them. Aren't we like? Aren't we like looking for something now? Yes. Um. We are, I'm looking to scan the sequence here. Um, I'm trying to trace back from a hacker that may have been here. Um, I'm pretty sure this hacker would have used the most secure, um, top of the line, um, network, which is why I asked for the best abilities. I'm pretty sure the way he would have used those. Okay. All right. Sounds good. He goes up to the clerk and he says, um, can we use your one of your VIP uh, pods? And she's just like, yeah, there's uh, currently 80 open. Which one would you want? And he kind of turns to you and shrugs. Um, the best one. They're all the same, ma'am. Um, anyone will do then. Thank you. Okay. And she just grabs a, a, um, like a chip from her wall and hands it to you. And she says, uh, number 42. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's get ready to check in. Yeah. You go up to the VIP area. It's on the second floor and yeah, these pods all have name have numbers above them, and you see like they just all look like it's like a, a row of same looking pods. Some of them are occupied, some not. A lot of the people in these pods are kind of like emaciated looking. They they look like they've been in it for a while, like dirty clothes and kind of just not been treating themselves. Well, that's pretty gross. That should be illegal. Um, uh, bless their hearts. Okay, uh, let's just 
ignore the graveyard and go ahead and jack in. Okay. And well, it doesn't make any of those noises. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to add a sound effect. <laughs> yep. Alright, and I'm in. And alright, I guess I'll go ahead and do a scan and cross-reference the code. See what I can find. So you're you're I'm I'm a little confused. You're trying to scan inside of a the virtual system. Um. Well, I wanted to like cross-reference the code to see if I can um, backtrack to see if I can find like if the code was used on this network. Okay. Well, this this specific pod has its own closed network, and it's not the one that used this sequence. Oh, shoot. So that means I have to go and check each each um, pod, empty pod. Okay, so I jack out of that pod. Amir's like, uh, what, what's wrong? You didn't like, you didn't like that one? No, nope, um, the code wasn't used in this pod, and each pod has its own secure network, so we're gonna have to do this one by one. Well, maybe we could narrow it down somehow. You know the do you know the date and time that they were supposed to be using one of these things? Pause, do I know that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. yes I do know that. Yeah, Mr. Yellow gave you the exact date and time that the hack happened. Oh, okay. Yes. Um okay, so can I run that by the um lady at the counter? She so you go back downstairs and um, you talk to the lady at the counter um, and and say, like, hey, or, well, you say it. Uh, hey, uh, I actually was wondering if there was a pod that was used at this specific date and time. Um, I would like to use that pod. Okay. There are, well, there were 12 active at that time. Four of them are currently being used. So which 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 one do you want? Um, are there any that were logged out? Um, uh, like within a few minutes of that time. Um, I like to start with those. There's only one pod that was that was used for a short duration. Everyone else on that day used it for the at least three hours okay i'd like to use the pod with the short duration please of course um she she says is there any particular reason this is like highly irregular oh i just want to use the pod with the least amount of body juice that's it okay you're giving me like date Dates and times. Is this like, is this like uh, a love connection kind of thing? Um, Am I I'm, on TV? No, I'm just a germaphobe. You know, um, I just like the the pods with the least amount of consistent use. You know, you know, trying to avoid pandemics and things like that. All right, give you me give me a uh, persuasion roll. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Um, she's like, okay, well, you know, they don't really pay me enough to, uh, be super picky or ask questions like this. So yeah, go ahead, go nuts. And she hands you the chip. Thanks. And all right, cool. I think I may have found the pod and all right, go back up to the second floor, Jack in. Amir's and... like, if you don't mind, I'm I'm just gonna use one of these for a little bit. Okay, go ahead, knock yourself out. Make it make it a trip worth uh, making. You know, come out all all this way for a little yeah, bit of information. You should, you should check out the adult pods and let me know what's happening in one of them. Okay, and he walks back to the elevator. <laughs> and all right, and all right. So I jack into the pod and. Um, cross-reference the code to see if it was used on this pod, and what do I find? It definitely was. This this sequence pops up at the date and time that um, this pod was accessed on that day, and the sequence it has a couple of a couple more rings to it. Now, um, do you use the device that Doctor White gave you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So in addition to that, like there's a little port for this. So you plug that in and you get a call sign for this person. And do I call him? This is like a kind of like a a gamer tag. Um, If you can imagine it like this, this is the hacker's like uh, moniker and it is smoke spelled S M O capital Q and um, you you haven't heard the name before but you with this you're you can actually like trace it back to um, a building a building location where the where this specific net um, access bounced to okay and what's the building it is a abandoned building in the shipping district. Like an old factory. Alright, so I guess that's everything that I need from the Sun Hills, right? Correct. Okay, cool. So now I could just play around in the Sun Hills with Amir? You could, yeah. Word. Okay, cool. So I guess I jack out and I go find Amir. Yeah, you find him, um, he, he's coming out of the adult section and um, he kind of just like shrugs it and he's like, I-, I don't get it. Oh, what'd you see? I mean, it was like sexual stuff, but it just, it wasn't, wasn't for me. Oh, well, I have an idea of what might be. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> she unzips the top of her, whatever she's wearing. And he's like here with all these people watching? I mean, there are private pods of here. Okay. And he kind of shrugs. And then, so Z and Amir, I guess they're going to disappear to a pod and cross circuits. And fog up, the, fog up the glass. Disappearing into a pod and crossing circuits sounds like Saul's worst nightmare. 
Wow. Commence the anal probes. I did have like a nightmare like that once. It was bad. Like, it haunts me to this day. Oh, wow. I mean, this is this is an homage to that Bjork video I saw where two robot lesbians were having sex. And thank you, Bjork, for giving me that visual. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all for that scene. <laughs> After that, it gets to be NSF- NSFW. <laughs> Alright, I thought Sofuji just deserved that. Sofuji's been through a lot these past few, these past few episodes. 